Good evening, Westminster. This is Pastor Tree. We hope you are doing well on this Sunday night. I have on the line with me A.J. Swanson. A.J., how are you? Good, Tree. It's good to hear your voice in the midst of this pandemic, man. Yeah, it's good to hear from you, too. A.J. and I have known each other for a long time through high school and college and spent many years in friendship, and it's a delight to have A.J. on. So, A.J., tell us a little bit about who you are and where you work. Um, so my name is A.J. Swanson. For years, I would say, like the frozen dinner, uh, but now since the advent of Parks and Recreation, I can just say Ron Swanson. And uh, I'm pretty much Ron Swanson as the youth pastor, I like to say, or like to think of. I have been in youth ministry as a volunteer since I was 18, so I've been doing this for a while. I've been at my current church for eight years as the youth and children's director at Christ Community Church Frisco. And I have four kids, some of which you might be hearing over my microphone <laughs> as we try to deal with them. And a lovely wife, fourth baby's on the way this July. So if you all think of diapers and all the other wonderful things that comes with having a baby, think of me and pray for me. But that's me. All right. Well, AJ, why don't you open us up with our Bible study tonight? Awesome. Okay, guys, we are going. And it's funny, me and Tree are going through the same thing. We didn't coordinate this, but we're also going through the Promised Land Bible study by RYM Worship. And tonight we're covering My Only Comfort. And I love this song, especially during these times. So the song is based on section 1 and 22 of the Heidelberg Catechism. It's known as the Lord's Day, section 1 and 22, which were written in the 16th century. So for those of you that haven't passed history yet, that's the 1500s, okay? Um, so Lord's Day 1 says this. It's a Q&A. I'm sure you've done this at your church to get a Westminster Press. And it asks the question, what is your only comfort in life and death? And this is the response, that I am not my own, but belong with body and soul, both in life and in death, to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. He has fully paid for all my sins with his precious blood and has set me free from all the power of the devil. He also preserves me in such a way that without the will of my Heavenly Father, not a hair can fall from my head. Indeed, all things must work together for my salvation. Therefore, by His Holy Spirit, He also assures me of eternal life and makes me heartily willing and ready from now on to live for Him. Lord's Day 22 asks this, What comfort does the resurrection of the body offer you? And the answer is, not only shall my soul after this life immediately be taken up to Christ, my head, but also my flesh, raised by the power of Christ, shall be reunited with my soul and made like Christ's glorious body. What comfort do you receive from the article about life everlasting? Since I now already feel in my heart the beginning of eternal joy, I shall after this life possess perfect blessedness, such as no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man conceived the blessedness in which to praise God forever. So from that, we're going to listen to the song, My Only Comfort, and kind of sit in the theme that God provides everything that we need. What does that mean, right? Like, is he providing, you know, my daily sustenance in a way, right? But really, he provides us himself. I don't want you to miss that. He provides us himself. And the fact that we belong to him is one of the most comforting things that we can ever have. Don't miss that. So listen to this song.
So when Tree asked me to speak on this song, there was a couple ideas that were floating around in my head, but I want to stress a couple things to you. And that is first, belonging to Christ is a comfort. And now, if you're probably listening to this, you grew up in America, right? And the idea of belonging to anybody is almost slightly offensive. I mean, we live in this individualistic, self-made society 
Literally, it's written to our Declaration of Independence. We are self-made, idealistic, individualistic creatures. And somehow, belonging to Christ is supposed to be a comfort. But it is. You know, dependence on the Lord brings this richness that we cannot have as we attempt to be independent creatures. We have been called by God to be his. And you are called by a God who gifts you the world, literally, himself, literally, and more freedom than you can ever attain as an individual, both in this life and the next. Think about it this way. This is hard to realize. God knows us and cares for us more than we care about ourselves. And when we understand that, we are set free to then begin to depend more on the Lord and to cling to the Lord in our times of trial, much like we're experiencing now. But it's not just now, right? It's also in the world to come. I love thinking about heaven. It's one of my hobbies. I can't wait for a resurrected body. Every time I get an ache and pain and the older I get, I get more and more. I love the idea of a resurrected body. I love the idea of being able to run like I did when I was young. I love the idea of not heaving when I'm breathing. I get a resurrection, not just in a beautiful world, but with a beautiful Savior. He mentions here no human heart has imagined in the song the world that is to come. And what does that mean? Like we can imagine, right? the new heavens and new earth, because we live in the old earth or the current earth, right? So what does he mean here by no human heart has imagined? The earth that we live in now is filled with anxiety, stress, sickness, death, longing, a sense of emptiness, and evil. Imagine waking up every morning without any of those. I can't imagine that. I don't think my human heart can. Because if my children experience anxiety as small infants, right? And we're so used to that, we don't realize what it would be like without those things. And secondly, to suddenly have no barrier between us and the Father. We get that, right? Sin makes that to where it's not possible right now, but we will have a relationship with our God that transcends anything that we can imagine at this point in a world that we can begin to imagine. And with those two thoughts in mind, both the later And the now, this is the comfort that you and I have right here in the midst of this. I mean, we can call it a pandemic, right? The word is still so weird to roll off my tongue. You and I are probably desperate for this type of comfort in this time. And so are your neighbors. So are your family members that are in stress, your mom and dad, your siblings, your grandparents. They're stressed, but... We can all find comfort in Jesus, find comfort in his presence, find comfort in his word, find comfort in the fact that we are his children and we belong to him. And what a beautiful and blessed thing that is for us. So before I close in prayer, Tree has provided some questions for you guys to go through. And I would challenge you to look over those, be in the word tonight, sit there, rest there, and enjoy being with the Lord. Let me pray for you. Father God, I pray for the students of Westminster Prez. I pray for their families, classmates, siblings. I pray for their spheres of influence, Lord, that we'd use them as a light in the midst of this dark time. Lord, may they rest in you. 
in the midst of anxiety, shame, worry. May they find you as their comfort. And may they know that you're a comfort that always satisfies. In your son's name I pray. Amen. Thanks for coming on, AJ. We appreciate you and have a good night. See you.